the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you, be a part of the show. Come visit us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come on by Millburgers. It's a beautiful day here. Lots of uh, color in front of us. Lots of great opportunities for uh, some sales on plants uh, that, that absolutely do great in South Texas. Um, and uh, also, I want you to remember that you can call us at 210-842-5877, 210-842-5877. Got a children's garden class coming up next Saturday. Um, let me double-check that, but I'm uh, almost 100% positive that's right. Almost 100%. Almost 100%. Uh-huh. Like that? But uh, I love it when you talk. Ninety-nine percent. Yeah, I love it when you talk science. <laughs> it's like the weather. There's all. It's a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to rain almost 100% chance. Um, and I see the Sinise are blooming again. Uh-oh. Is there rain in the forecast? usually takes about two weeks. Mine aren't blooming. Yours are not? Oh, I saw some blooming uh, where I parked the other day. So Maybe it'll just rain there, Melody. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. You know when... No one understands how it works. I just know it works. You know, I don't have to understand it to know that they seem to be on to something, though, Sinisa. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. And I will tell you that the, uh, yep, the fall vegetable and planting for children uh, class is going to be next Saturday here at Millburgers. It's going to be from 10 to 11 o'clock. Uh, I'm pretty sure Mary's doing that. Um, we'll find out, but Mary does a great job. And uh, all they ask, because there are oftentimes crafts involved with it and, and giveaways and things like that, they just want to know how many folks are coming so they're prepared and nobody leaves disappointed. So you just call the number, 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. That's for Mill Burgers, for the nursery. And uh, then just uh, RSVP. Say, yep, we'll be there. Uh, me and the two kiddos are going to be out there, so we'll see you then. And that's all it takes. So 210-308-8867 is our number, and you can call and be a part of the show. Lots of folks, uh, uh, I think Trace even said yesterday, or last weekend, that the uh, Fanuc Flocks, the uh, the perennials in the one gallon, are on sale for three eighty eight, and the Fanuc Flocks has been a, uh, been a big hitter. Yeah. I saw somebody walking out with one today. She's got two. Uh, uh, well, the factor's yeah. about... 
grand total of a three left right there is all. And I have one ready to be bought. <laughs> see my little guy back there? I see him. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a great plan because of the, you talk about the fragrance, smells like lilac. But the other thing is the toughest flocks. It's the only, right. one, only one I've had great luck with. Uh, no powder mildew. Yeah. Or very little powder mildew. And uh, just started blooming early this this spring and has been blooming all the way through. Yeah. Uh, how long will it keep blooming? To frost. Yeah, and it's a perennial, so it should come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, for most people, it'll come back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's why I was hesitating, Milton. Is it a, uh, <laughs> is it a Miltonial? <laughs> Let's see. I think it may be even uh, Melton-proof. Yeah, so far, Miltonial. Well, unless it get, doesn't get out of your trunk or something. No, no, no. I'm actually going to take it out. So far, <laughs> Miltonials include shrimp plant. Yeah. Uh, and we bought an old-fashioned one. With a weird-looking uh, brown, blue. yeah, no, not brown. the brown one. I like the rust one. That one's doing really well. Okay, but this one almost looks like a firecracker color. It's all this burst of colors. Yellow, yeah, it's yellow but red. And what is that? I don't know. Maybe it's not a shrimp plant. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> that almost looks like a monarch up there. I'm trying to spot it at the front of our. Uh, you know, usually we'd see queens this time, but uh, the monarchs have started to come into town. But anyhow, this is a great place to look at butterflies, too, with uh, yeah. plenty of blooms for them to... And the certified butterfly garden. Hey, so I have a butterfly garden question. Okay. So we have a place that gets afternoon sun, but is it's a bed... And it's uh, but it's got a couple crepe myrtles planted in it, so it's going to get dappled. But we've never done anything with it, um, besides just the crepe myrtles or whatever falls in there and grows. So mostly grass and stuff. And I thought, okay, I'll just uh, maybe I'll try to do the butterfly garden there because it's on the patio, so you could see it from the uh, from the living room. That might be nice. But I'm worried uh, about the uh, the shady issue. What's uh, besides, like, blue plumbago is a butterfly plant, isn't it? Yes. Right. What are some other ones that would just, it does get sun, but it's not, I don't know. There's full sun, uh, there's morning sun, afternoon shade, neither one of those. It's basically maybe a couple hours, three or four hours of sun. This is around a crepe myrtle? Yeah. I'd put a fire spike in there. Ooh, that'd be good. fire spike. Yeah. You know what fire spike is? Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that in a while, but I like that one. That's, yeah. that's the hummingbirds, that's right? You know what fire spike is? Yeah, it's a. It's more for hummingbirds and butterflies, right? Well, and no, it's for butterflies too. Oh, if butterflies! It, like, it ever, if it ever blooms. Uh, no, I thought it blooms like in October. Yeah, it blooms that's in the fall. That's what they say. Oh man, is he cynical? <laughs> I've had mine bloom. I've had, I've gotten them to bloom. Well. Uh, you know, for blooming plants to be useful, Uh-oh, plant of the weekend coming they've up. They've got to have uh, the blooms <laughs> for a period of time. But uh, when it is blooming, of course, fire spike does attract hummingbirds. I can't sure. see Jerry anymore. <laughs> That's because we got a viburnum on the porch. You know, that you know, may be a good thing, Milton. I think you might. I would probably experiment with uh, some uh, milkweed. How about on American your Beautyberry? Huh? How about American Beautyberry? For butterflies for in the ba- shade? Butterflies? Oh, I don't, I, all I heard was shade and... Oh. So, but, um, you were coming up with a plant of the weekend. I was telling Calvin and Jerry that 
So I've got a place uh, afternoon sun. So it's on. It's right next to the house. So this until the sun gets there, it doesn't get anything. Uh, and then it's under a crepe myrtle. But we've never done anything with it. It's a bed. I thought, okay, maybe we could do a butterfly garden because the patio looks over it, so you could look at it and stuff. And uh, Ruelia, yeah. and of course, oh, that's a good idea. That's a perfect plan for you. And this, but, uh, we we actually have some Ruelia, and I understand lantana, why you say that. Uh, the spreading lantana too, though. I bet that would do all right in there, though, because it, oh, it's got more shade tolerance. Than okay. You. It's the only one that seems to have much shade. And that'd be pretty uh, when it's kind of bushed out. And the the butterflies like it. Okay. So, Lantana, Ruelia. uh, You want me to get the dwarf? We have the the tall one. Definitely the dwarf. Get some dwarf. Get a couple, two, three colors because it comes in purple and pink. Yeah, the. um, It's funny. When it starts to. It's like the grass. We talked about just a little bit of rain and the grass perks up almost immediately. So we've got the tall Ruelia, and it's uh, it's sort of the same thing. It looks horrible when it hasn't been watered, and it's droopy, and the leaves are just like, ah, help me. And it's like, you know, just barely standing up. And then it rains, and it looks great, and it starts to bloom. And Is that the regular Mexican patuya? Yeah, the real tall ones? Yeah, gosh. Yeah. Oh, you it's don't have that aggressive. experience? It's pretty aggressive, yeah. Oh, it stayed in one place. Oh, uh, is it? Are you kidding? Yeah. Well, we told you that story that at the, at the office, extension service office, a few years back, we planted an education garden and included uh, Mexican petunia. Yeah. And they were, they were very attractive, and they bloomed us. And then the next year we noticed... That with the prevailing wind, oh, <laughs> kitty corner across the through the the, the road in the apartment building over there. Oh my gosh! They were really? Growing, they were growing there, and then uh, three months later, they had moved to the back of the apartment. Building. Oh yeah! So we wow, made, we made a quick. Uh, wasn't at night, but it almost seemed like it. We made a quick adjustment and removed them. We removed the evidence really quickly. Oh, because they, uh, they they have a, t- a tendency, of, a lot of times, to be pretty aggressive. Huh? And seed and spread. No, the, ours the big are, ones, not the little. The little ones are much easier. Ours to deal are the with. non-aggressive ones, apparently. Mm. Well, uh, no, and it may it may just be that I don't know. Well, anyway, and then the other ones I like, and I think you said they were Ruelia. You see them. Um, around they grow in harsh places like uh, that between the uh, the drive between the sidewalk and the road, where it's just always dry. But they're little itty bitty pink flowers or purplish, and they're they're rather wispy. They're really sweet um, and 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 sort of dainty. They're not very disciplined. Is that Ruelia too? I think you've told me it is. Sort of the natural. Well, there's a the blue Ruelia that grows everywhere. That's Natural. How big? How big's the bloom? Maybe the bloom is as big as the, almost as big as the ones on the dwarf. Okay. But it's a got a different looking leaf for sure. Yeah. More of a brown cover. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll bring. All right. So I got to bring you pictures of my. Blue shade is the common name for that one. Oh no. There's another blue shade is another one. Yeah. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. This is a a native plant plant that uh, wildflower. Yeah. And. I think you've referred to it as the native Ruelia. 
And it, it's this year it's bloomed almost all year from spring. Usually I, I remember it blooming in the spring. Eh, it must bloom all summer though because, but it and it's got good shade tolerance. And did we sell? Um, we like I work here. Uh, did y'all sell a shrimp uh, plant that had like? Um, not the typical shrimp plant yes. bloom. We, we had some that were in, like three different colors in it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's blooming again. Okay. What was that called? Because they looked uh, at me like I was nuts. I don't remember. Okay. But, uh, I think it's called Fred Fred Shrimp Plant. There you go. Okay. Yeah, but mine's blooming now. It's in a container. It hasn't been treated well either. Yeah. So we're coming up with a new term. Um, there are annuals, perennials, and miltennials. And miltennials are perennials that I can actually keep and come up. proof. Yes, that are milton proof. So, so far, shrimp plant, blue plumbago, man, I don't know how you get, Bruelia, I don't know how you get rid of blue plumbago. But it's great. And the cats love it. Hey, Trace, welcome. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just excited. That's all right. All right. What's going on in the nursery, and what's the plant of the weekend? weekend well, weekend. We, we always pick something colorful or... Um, new to the market kind of thing. This one is a new to the market shrub. Oh wow! So we don't talk a whole lot about shrubs, but uh, this one's great deer resistant. Uh, on top of all that, it's a viburnum. So most most everybody's familiar with viburnums, but this one is going to be a short one, and it's called Shades of Pink. It's a uh, uh, flowering just like the other ones, and the, the blooms before they open are uh, are much pinker than most. It only gets two to three feet tall, and uh, again, wonderful deer resistance. It'll grow in sun. It'll grow in shade, and I'm thinking this is Milton proof. Really? In a shrub. Okay. I'm so, uh, oh yeah, you pulled. I'm almost got it. Touch it, Milton, and see if it will fit. Wilts. All right, hold on. <laughs> no? No, it's still there. <laughs> so, there we go. So this is a new introduction. This is its, uh, I think it's his first year out. Um, we had it this spring a couple times, and the growing operation had a, had a few that we brought in. But isn't that kind of... Yeah, that's it's pretty. Kind of yeah. like, like Tinus, where it starts out pink and then opens it? white. But it's this one's pinker. Okay. Is that a word, pinker? Yeah, sure. It is now. All right. Yeah, okay. And there's the white. So that it fades into or it grows into the white color? The, the blooms open all the way, and it's more white. It's a pretty shrub. Can you see it? Or do you need to see it? He's, he's got the picture of the other Yeah, I got it. Oh, you got it right there. Okay. And so it blooms in the spring, I take it. Right. Early spring. Oh, look at that one. It's real tall. Is that, is that, is that right? Yeah. I think so. Oh, um, maybe it's not. It's a Viburnum, but I'm not oh, sure okay. this one. No, I think you're right. But we we got in twenty, all right, and they're twenty four ninety nine. So if you've got a, a situation where you're looking for a, a low growing hedge and you're in deer country, there's now another solution other than boxwoods or yopon. This would make a, a great addition to uh, to that kind of a situation. Very cool. All right, so it's in a three gallon three gallon for twenty four ninety nine. And how many did you say? Twenty. Twenty. All right. So, if uh, you uh, already know you want one, you like verbenum, and uh, you uh, or viburnum. What's a verbenum? Viburnum. 
uh, and you want to try this one out, then um, you can just call the nursery uh, if you can't make it by today. Uh, at 497-3760, 497-3760, and say, hey, put a couple of the uh, plant of the weekend, the uh, shades of pink viburnum aside for me, and I'll be there to pick them up tomorrow or Monday. Cool. Um, and uh, do check it out online if you don't know. Uh, what One of the descriptions is uh, uh, viburnum shades of pink, bright pink buds, open to blush pink flowers, Blooming in the spring against shiny dark leaves, has mounded upright, slow growth habit, useful in a border or as a hedge, and is drought and heat tolerant. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Nice choice. Milton proof. Maybe so. I'll have to try it. Okay. Okay. We do have to kind of figure out what we do with a hedge thing, so... (laughs) All right, so what's going on here at the nursery? Well, we got a, a good selection of tomatoes in them. Yeah. Um, super fresh. We got them in last night and uh, just got them out for retail this morning. But the gallon cans are spectacular. Um, I mean, some of them are already, what did you say, two feet tall? Oh, so yeah. going this route, you haven't, you haven't missed a beat. Um, it'd be just like planting the quartz three or four weeks ago well in fact their uh, leaves are better look better on these that have been in nursery the ones that are have been out in the heat like mine since end of july i've got really skinny little leaves dealing and stretched out a bit we uh keep reassuring people they'll perk up the minute we get some cool weather but for now they do immediately yeah for now, they don't look as good as these guys do. And then, let's see, so we got, and, and the choices are, oh, did you ever get the other thing that I don't want to say the name of until I know that you've gotten them? Remember no. you said, I even saw some. Uh, I have to go look and see if they showed up. I don't Okay. I don't think so. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> what, other, what other varieties <laughs> are here? Of tomatoes. Tomatoes. Uh, we had a slug come in. Celebrity. Um, in the, this is gallon cans. We had Celebrity, 444, Phoenix, um, Dwarf Cherry Surprise, Large Red Cherry, and uh, Ruby Crush. And I'm sure I'm missing about three or four of them. Four, did you say 444? Uh, I believe there's 444 in the in the gallons. 602. You, you I don't did think last six, time. I don't think there's any 602 in the gallons. Now you had. Uh, of course, it looks like you got still got. Uh, uh, there's a there's a, hand, there's a handful of Roma Surprise and still a good number of Surefire. Hey, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Hey, just great. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think I got a question for Trace. Uh oh, okay. The, uh, Trace, is, Trace is putting on his headphones now. Can you stall a second? How are you, James? How's the weather in your part of the uh, city? Well, I'm it's stall 98 degrees outside, so I came in and turned the air conditioner on. <laughs> You're smart. <laughs> All right, Trace is now. Hold on, James. All right, he's now plugged in. Go All ahead, right. James. Uh, yeah, I've got a plant uh, I'm growing out here. Is uh, it's not a gavi. I think it's a yucca called the splendida. It has a lance type leaf, and uh, 
has little uh, teeth and spikes all the way up on each side of the leaf. Uh, I've grown them before, but uh, I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. I can't get them to green up. They're a real pale green, and the uh, the midrib, the center of the, le- the leaf, is is, is kind of uh, yellowish in color. I don't, I don't know. I, I've done everything. I can't figure out whether it's overwatering or not enough fertilizer or I don't know, man. Um, I think overwatering. That, that was my thought. Yeah. Why do, what, how much are you watering, James? Uh, about every three or four days. Um, seems like a lot of water. For a, a drought-tolerant plant. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to lose anything if you cut way back. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to kill them by by uh, dryness. You could probably get some of the color back in by using a chelated iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're overwatering. Okay, that's kind of what I figured. But I wanted to see what the experts. Uh, Cool. Uh, it's morning. always oh. always seems so strange to me when it's 100 degrees out and we're talking about, yeah, we'll cut back on the watering. You know? <laughs> when would James begin to notice improvement so that he could feel confident that that was the right thing? Two or three weeks. Two or three weeks? Okay. Well, okay, well thing, once no? a week water. Once a week to water, it would be about right. Wow. How long has it been in the ground? No, I've got them. I got a bunch of them out there in three gallons and five gallons. Oh, they're in containers. Floor. They're in yeah. containers. I, th- I that, think that, I, I think I'd cut back on the water and, and uh, also, uh, like Trace was talking about, a chelated iron product. Yeah, in a container situation, you're very likely to leach out all the fertilizer that you've given right. it. So maybe Osmocote and a chelated iron, especially with three time. I was, Two or three times a week. Oh yeah, with the water in that much, yeah. I don't know. Okay. If Once I was in week? the ground, for sure, I'd say two every two weeks. It's the most. Right. So in a container. Well, you're not going to. Your finger's going to give you the answer on yeah, a container. Okay. And then you're not going to kill him. I'm, he's talking about a, a yucca, right? Yeah. It? Yeah. He's not going to kill him yeah. by dry weather. Dry uh-huh. soil. So okay, I'll go to one week, and if that doesn't work, I'll go to every ten days. Then how about that? Okay, all right, that'll work. You got a plan, man? Okay, well, and thanks you, for taking my call. I you bet. Thanks for it. calling. Thanks for calling, James. You take care. Enjoy the weather, James. <laughs> that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Where Shane is on the line. Hey, Shane, what's going on? Nothing much. I missed y'all at the tail end of the show last week. Um, y'all were talking about uh, using bleach and water to kill spores on tomatoes? No. Wrong program. I don't think that was us. What was, say, what was it? Bleach? To... Bleach and water to kill spores on tomatoes. No, yeah. Y'all were talking about the tomatoes that when you get them home, they start getting the soft spots in them and stuff? Oh, 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 oh you mean on the fruit? Yeah, you, you're talking about on the fruit. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was talking about uh, using a weak solution of uh, very weak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, to, well, five five percent is all that's required to kill four. Five percent bleach. 
Five percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just now, I happen to know that I was trained in mold management stuff, and I just happen to know the recipe. So, okay. Since all that's required. That's and, cool. And they they dip the tom- tomatoes in, in or the fruit in the in the bleach five percent bleach. Yeah. And okay. there's any spores that are on it. I don't know about you, Shane. Every time I get near a bleach solution, whatever <laughs> clothes I'm wearing ends up with all those. Spots. They've got some non-splash Do bleach. Oh yeah, they claim it won't splash. And it won't it won't uh, ruin your clothes, huh? No, if it doesn't splash on you. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's real thick, like a, almost like a gel. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. All right. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. And, uh, and alert, alert everybody out there. Just be real careful with bleach. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, you guys have a good day. Thanks, okay, Shane. Thank you Thanks for calling. calling. Bye bye. All right. Again, that'll free up a line as we take a break at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All righty, I got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one gallon container on sale. For just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety nine. Now just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Verde Road. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialized in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. 
When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket, and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. We're right next to us on the porch. Uh, we can see the uh, new system that Spider-Man Pest Control has put in to help get rid of mosquitoes. It's the N2Care Mosquito Trapping System, which, uh, if I remember correctly, and uh, if it sounds interesting, you can call Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control to learn the exact details. But the... Uh, the uh, spy, uh, the spiders, the mosquitoes fly in to uh, lay their eggs. Uh, they get the the little stuff on them that ends up killing them. It ends up killing the, the poison. Larvae. Yes, the larvae. And then when they go and they land on other things around your yard, they uh, they spread that toxic chemical. To- I don't know if it's a chemical or not. I don't think it is. Well, well I guess it's a it is. Chemical, yeah, yeah, chemical can be anything. Yeah. Anyway, they they spread that on the uh, leaves and stuff where other mosquitoes go to, or they go spread that where they go lay uh, eggs as well, and so it kills them. And we shouldn't we shouldn't tease about that toxicity. No, because uh, it's 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 uh, less of a threat to. Uh, Anything other than the mosquitoes. It just yeah. does a good job on mosquitoes. And uh, you, you know by the folks that use it, like Disney World uh, and stuff, that uh, it's, that's where he first heard about it. Uh, they've they've got to be conscious of uh, people, and they've got to have it be effective, and they've got to have it to be safe. So you can learn about the N2Care Mosquito Trapping System at Spider-Man Pest Control. There's a big uh, description of it at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control. And come to find out the mosquitoes don't have to walk on each other, right? Correct. They just have to walk on other stuff that okay. other mosquitoes walk on. Okay. Yeah. I was worried about that. Walking, I know. Working on mosquitoes. <laughs> I know it worried you. <laughs> How are your roaches doing? <laughs> they doing all right? I, I have a horrible response, report, report to give everybody. Oh, no. They've disappeared. Your roaches have? Yeah. They found a, a more desirable place to live, or they just... What, I don't know what happened to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was good to them. You know, it wasn't that I did anything to make them leave. Yeah. Did you not, there's not any secret conspiracy. Did you clean... Your dogs are catching them or anything. Did you clean up their uh, head their, where they were living so it was nice and comfortable? Uh, that made, that yeah, made oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. I haven't seen one in in weeks. Hmm. Well, that's going to be a kiss. Have you had Spider-Man over? No. Okay. That might <laughs> Maybe be. he sneaked over. And, he uh, might have. I think he was worried about you. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Calvin said in his digging now uh, section in today's paper that... Uh, 
that the uh, it's time to plant fall tomatoes and uh, uh, plant large transplants and fast maturing varieties such as Surefire, Roma Surprise, Ruby Crush, and VHN 968, which Trace refers to as uh, uh, Cherry Surprise. Cherry Surprise, right. Uh, dwarf Cherry Surprise. And uh, I got a note from uh, from Curtis, and he was talking about that uh, he's got uh, Ruby Crush and uh, uh, 968 a Dwarf Cherry Surprise side by side, same as planted at the same age. The the uh, uh, 968 has gone has gotten taller. And has had it's setting fruit. Really? And the uh, Ruby Crush so far is not setting any fruit. But so. it's blooming. It's blooming, yeah. Yeah. Because I've got, I didn't check to see which ones weren't blooming, but all those that I planted, even the large ones, uh, seem to be having some blooms. Nothing, uh, I haven't seen any fruit set yet. Yeah. Not even on the Ruby Crush or the VHM 968. Well, that's not a bad thing because, no. like I said, we try to try to grow the plant for a little while before before it starts slowing down with fruit and producing fruit uh, in lieu of uh, vegetative growth. So uh, uh, that's not an awfully bad thing. And the, these uh, smaller fruited varieties will uh, will go ahead and set uh, when the coolness of fall comes uh, I imagine any day now I don't think it's going to be this weekend I don't think so, I can check uh, no, 100 and <laughs> 101, 102 no. uh, then there's some days next week that 20% chance of rain see? 20% <laughs> that's 80% that it won't <laughs> I don't know yeah, we've been lucky this summer on these 20% but uh so uh, they, it's time to get them in. Now remember that uh, the uh, Surefire and uh, Roma Surprise, and I don't know if Ruby Crush is in gallons or not, but uh, Surefire and Roma Surprise are not in gallons. They're in uh, three, uh, four and a half inch, which is a is a big container. You make it easy to establish and whatever. I, th- I think there they have been some Ruby Crush in uh, in gallons, but I don't know if we've got any here or not. But uh, now's the time to plant those in to to beat the fro- first frog. We want we want to get uh, we want we we plant these uh, these early maturing varieties and we plant them early. You know we've been talking about them since July. Uh, so that we'll have, uh, we'll be harvesting uh, red fruit by uh, October, uh, for middle for first to the middle of October, and uh, because after October the temperature turns cool, and the tomatoes uh, ripen slower, they they can be physiologically mature. In other words, they're ready to turn red, but because of the heat units or, or lack of uh, warm temperatures, uh, they stay green. 
So uh, then, can then you imagine you, that? Then you have to put them. He's in talking time. about this getting too cool for fried bean tomato. <laughs> no, that would be nice. I, <laughs> I thought if I talked about it, I would. Uh, oh, I see. Uh, maybe maybe feel it a little bit. But anyway, I, I want to uh, take a minute and thank everybody that came out to the uh, Malcolm Beck Memorial uh, last weekend. Last. Uh, uh, Sunday, last Sunday it was, and uh, we had a good crowd out there and plenty of food. Uh, thanks to Rob DeRosha and uh, Billy Long and some of the other people out there that uh, that helped sponsor that uh, that meal uh, that meal after after including uh, Millburgers. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Millburgers chipped in too. They always chip in. But um, I've got for those of you who wanted to drop um, Daphne or Ms. Beck a uh, a note, I've left the address uh, for Malcolm Beck for the Malcolm Beck family and Delphine Beck on PlantAnswers.com uh, on the website PlantAnswers.com in the top the first li- the second list well it's under the first listing of uh, topics uh, of the month. And uh, if you want to read more about Malcolm in there, I've got all the articles that were written about him uh, both in the last, uh, it was Saturday's Express of the year. So we got that in, in there. Now, uh, did you get linked to it? Did, did, did the uh, Dorothy's? Article that I she got pulled that, from her. I, I got that. I got Dorothy's Dorothy Weedy's article in there. Thank. You. She finally got it to Calvin, and yeah. he remembered. Yeah, 2015. She so, got it out of her scrapbook. <laughs> she wanted to make sure that I would get it to any everybody at the event. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got got it at home, and uh, we we put it on the internet. Good. So uh, that'll go into the archives on the Horticulture Heroes by Malcolm Beck. He he did a lot for the horticulture industry in and around the state of Texas. Uh, I also have have been looking at uh, uh, Rio Grande Gold Sweet Peppers. Hmm. The uh, the one we've planted some out for for seed. And uh, I'm concerned that the, the, that the majority of plants are producing small peppers. I picked all mine to start them, start them over. I'm hoping that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the heat, heat as well. Be- yeah. be- before we make any drastic decisions, uh, we'll wait, wait till the temperature cools. Now I've got uh, I've got about six or seven plants in containers, and uh, oh, three of half of those are, are producing pretty large peppers, and the rest of them are producing the smaller pepper. But uh, they're still still got the same characteristics as the as the big pepper. In other words, they're bouncelous and things like that. Crispy. Crispy and sweet. Did you eat some of the ones you picked? The ones yeah, that sweet? in fact, we kept them in a, a bowl and 
Hmm. Ate, we ate them up mostly. Yeah, anybody that came <laughs> had had a few. Yeah, yeah, they were very good. But it, anyway, uh, they're coming right along. Uh, we we've got a good good uh, crop of uh, Oscar okra that uh, that we uh, that we plant, uh, planted for seed. And uh, we had kind of an interesting thing happen with that Oscar okra. You know, it's supposed to be a sort of a dwarf, not not a, a semi-dwarf. Uh, I've got pictures of David Rodriguez in there uh, standing, standing, and the, oak, the Oscar okra is about uh, uh, six and a half, six six and a half feet tall. Uh, I planted it. Uh, down around uh, Hamilton. So, so David must have just peeked right over it. Yeah, He's right. He's a tall man. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the reason I know exactly how tall it was. <laughs> but anyway, anyway uh, David said he's five foot, five feet nothing. <laughs> but uh, uh, we planted it, and I told, told the guy that was planted for me at Hamilton, I said, don't. Don't fertilize them. You know, we, we, we got, he, he, we're going into a bed that had tomatoes in it and uh, had osmocote in it. Well, osmocote can be four months or a longer release. And so I knew there was still a lot of residual in that, in that bed. Holy smokes, that, that okra is, uh, Seven feet tall. Huh. Wow. I, I was thinking you were going to say it just helps. Mine's three and a half feet tall, uh, <laughs> and it's producing okra like mad. That's right. If, yeah. you, if you don't, that copious amount of osmocote, that okra thought it died and gone to heaven. Uh, so uh, you can't fer- over-fertilize. You can't fertilize too, is, uh, too when much. You, when you over-fertilize it. Is it producing fruits? Oh yeah, it's okay. got pods on it, uh, the, the, and the pods are extremely long. Uh-huh. So, um, we're going to have to get a bulldozer to get it out of there, I think, because it's 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 growing so fast and so so good. But anyway, we'll we'll have seed of that, and uh, uh, I haven't had any trouble with fire ants in the around the okra. Some years I have, though, but this, yeah, this yeah. year I haven't seen any. I guess the dry weather is not the favorite environment of... Uh, Probably killed them all. <laughs> Probably sure. killed all those fire ants. Sure. They're hiding out, man. They're hiding out. <laughs> Staying low. Huh? Uh, but, uh, and we also started working on the, um, uh, uh, the lettuce, uh, Crawford? Crawford lettuce. Crawford reseeding lettuce because it'll be time to plant that pretty soon. So uh, we got uh, Jack Hoover's uh, doing some uh, germination tests on it. Uh, and uh, Crawford lettuce is hard to do germination tests on because, you know, it needs light to germinate, uh, needs light to germinate and grow, and it has to be planted shallow. It's hard to stand there with a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's hard to do germination tests on it, but uh, 
we're doing some germination tests on it, and we haven't gotten this year's crop back, new crop uh, that we we got uh, uh, wild seed wild seed farm uh, got a machine over there that'll separate that seed from the fuzz. So uh, I haven't gotten a separated seed back from them yet either. But uh, we're getting getting ready for the getting ready for the fall. And then we'll start harvesting uh, uh, tomatoes and uh, and okra uh, pretty soon. All right, 210-308-8867. We've got to take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, your calls. We come back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Milberger's right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza in a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety nine. Now just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. Good morning, Riff. Morning, Ralph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus talking to at the door? Oh, no. Oh, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks... Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 906-8910. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you a 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Each week we talk about furniture now. If you're looking for furniture, furniture now is the place to go. And uh, I want you to go online. Uh, things have changed in the way people buy. And I know that it's very important to see what other people have said about furniture now. And i got to tell you, the Internet loves furniture now. Uh, if you go to uh, Yelp, if you go on Facebook, if you go, go to Google Reviews, uh, you will see, well, on Yelp, for instance, with 30 reviews for furniture now, uh, they've got still got a five-star rating. And that's hard to do, honestly. Uh, but go read the, what their comments are. And actually, the cool thing is, there are one or two reviews that people weren't happy with them, but it's cool to read how they resolved them uh, with the people. So that gives you confidence that, uh, you know, not every transaction is going to turn out great, although reading those reviews on Furniture Now, you can feel pretty comfortable, but you also will feel really comfortable in seeing that the owners respond and they take care of the situation. So uh, check them out. And uh, you can also uh, see uh, what's going on by going to FurnitureNow.com. They're going to continue the Internet flash sale. People have liked it, so they're going to continue it for a little while longer, but I don't know how long. So go to FurnitureNow.com to learn more about the great prices they have on this furniture or go to their two showrooms. Go by and visit their location at Lookout Road in 1604 next to Burlington. Nice people there uh, that will take care of you and talk to you. And if they can't find it for you, this is something you'll read in the reviews too. They'll order it for you. It'll come and, again, you'll like this. And then the uh, the showroom, the very first showroom they had for Furniture Now is at, six, is at Loop 410 in Evers Road. And as always, go to FurnitureNow.com. 210-308-8867 is our number. And Mark is on the line. Hi there, Mark. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How y'all? Good. What's going on? Um, I've got I got some sage planted in a pot, and it's got some kind of web all over it, and a bunch of holes in all the leaves, and inside the. Uh oh! I just found a little worm. Um, it's got little black dots inside the web, and there's a worm in there. And this this so, is on what plant? Sage. Sage on a herb, sage. Yeah, I mean it's really it's it's tearing up the plant. I mean it looks horrible. I mean I got some good leaves at the bottom, but up on the top, man, they're taking holes everywhere. Some, yeah, it might be a, co- a combination of insects. What, do you have something in mind, Jerry? Well, I, I was just gonna say you spray with a BT product, okay, a bacillus product. There's webs oh. there too. Uh, yeah. You, okay. you, you yeah. Just, just the caterpillars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, and you, yeah, you use a, a little you, I didn't see any little worms or nothing, but then no. I, you know, I see the webs all over with these little bitty black, look like seeds in it or whatever. That's yeah. poop. That's, no, poop. that's worm poop. No spider mites or anything. <laughs> I don't see anything else on it, just that. Yeah, that's worm poop. What would he see if he was if it was? Oh, I was just mites? thinking uh, the first, when he started talking, I thought it might have been some sp- uh, spider mites. I've seen sage with kind of overrun with mites. Oh, and oh, the webs, okay. but I didn't. I, they didn't have caterpillars in it. Okay. Well, does uh, can... BT take care of the spider mites too? No. Nope. No. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, just, just the but you caterpillars that you eat the leaves. You described worm poop, so they're there somewhere. Yeah, there. I, I was looking, and I didn't, never saw any worms, but I just grabbed one of those little webs and 
pushed it, and there's a worm came out of it. So, <laughs> hmm. okay. And you so use a couple think. of tea, use a couple of teaspoons of a liquid detergent when you mix in that when you mix that uh, bacillus product, and you okay. want to spray the the foliage that hadn't been eaten yet. In other words, where the web is just coming on the foliage that's being eaten. Because they actually have to ingest it, have to eat it. And the foliage is getting eaten, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, there's holes all over the place. Okay. Yeah. Give it a try. The other option just might be a spinosad. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah. Another one is just a spinosad, which is just an organic insecticide that works pretty well for little caterpillars especially. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks. Hey, thank you for calling. Uh, let us know how it turns out, okay? Okay. All righty. All right. Take Bye. care. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. A reminder, uh, Millburgers has his fall vegetable planting for kids class coming up next Saturday, the 25th, from 10 to 11. Your kids will have fun learning the basics of fall vegetable gardening. This class will include little hands-on planting and seed tips as well as craft activities. Oh, those kids are going to love it to concentrate on Spinach and rutabagas and turnips and uh, beets. Not spinach. I bet they won't have spinach. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll have it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> although you pointed out to me a little bit of something there a second ago, and, and I probably will have those cold weather, a lot of those cold weather vegetables coming in this week. This, oh, good. This coming week. I'll know more tomorrow. Hey, the classes are free and open to the public, and uh, but since they provide the materials, you need to call and reserve your spot. That's 497-3760, 497-3760. Trace, what else is going on? I was going to ask these young men if they had gone to the TNLA show oh. last week. Last, did we, no, not last week. We've gone oh, lots of other times. It's open, open. Today's the last day. Correct, correct. Today's the last day. So, uh, I missed it. I saw some very interesting future plants of the weekend weekend. weekend. Ooh, really? Cool. Uh-oh. Yeah, are you going to tell us about yeah, it? We, did you well, order two, some or two, what? Two of them that stuck out in my mind. There's a new copper-topped viburnum. So when you look at it, it looks like a, 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 co- a copper-toned loquat, but with a shiny leaf. Um being a viburnum should be deer resistant, fairly low water consumption, yeah. but it had a completely different look. The one I was most impressed with, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was a short growing cast iron plant. Huh. And it didn't look like it got more than, say, a foot tall. Real, Good real Lord. cool looking leaves. That is weird. So those are hopefully right around the corner. Hmm. Very cool. And I noticed you have uh, the tomatoes. We talked a little bit about that. Um, is your uh, is in the perennials in the one gallon? Is uh, Fanic Flock still top seller? Uh, it's up there, yeah. Okay. There's, um, there's we notice there's about three left here. And you got some more of the are those black eyed Susan? What are the? That's uh, what somebody called them, but I didn't see what they were. Looks like a Rebecca for. Oh, okay. But right. they do look like yeah, yeah. Same, but those have been real popular. Looks like you got another shipment of those. They're spectacular. Oh, we're we're getting stuff constantly still. Would that work in a container? That's kind of a nice. Would it? it would I think have. that works best in a container. Oh, really? I, I've got some that have come been come back five or six years in containers, but every time I plant them in the, like cut flower garden or raised beds, 
the last year or two is all. But in a container, they just, for some reason, a little easier to take care of. Okay, maybe I'll get one of those, too. I'll have my my fanic flocks and my... You're going to look like a botanical garden. Yeah, I think... Um, I was trying to figure out how Laura described it as gardening chaos or something. It was there's like one of everything. I think she's wanting more uniformity. Like, can we just have three of one, not one of three different ones? But it's that's more fun the other way. You're it looks not, trashy, but it's more fun. Yeah, yeah you're not after uh, uh, landscaping appearance. You're <laughs> no, at, I'm you're definitely at, not. Expo- you're exploring and learning about plants. Yes, that's exactly right. I will explain that to her. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way she described it well, kind of yeah. indicated her feelings on this were very strong. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've, uh, heard, the, I've heard the same <laughs> story. Yeah. Uh-huh. And let's see what else. Oh, I noticed, too. So we've talked about the tomatoes. A bunch of them in the one gallon now. Uh, still in the quarts. Uh, still, are they still, I'm trying to, ninety nine. Yes. That's in the quart. And then how much for the uh, one gallon? Five ninety nine. That's great. Man, it looks like we've got a ref- refreshed set of the zinnias out there, too. Uh, a little bit of both. Yeah, because there's a lot really looking good and colorful. And uh, remember, I'm always an advocate for the Dreamland zinnia, which is a hybrid, gets about 18 inches tall. Hard to beat the, bo- the booms are rounded, very compact. Really nice colors, really showy. But they're also, if you want to get, uh, Trace likes the uh, the the uh, other zinnias, other versions of lin- linearis. Yeah. Is that the uh, perennial that you were yes. talking about? And, what, and what, what's that other one? The Perfusion. Perfusion. It's kind of like an in-between size. Yeah, and all of them the butterflies like, so you can't go wrong there. You had the the little, there were the, the one that was in the uh, perennial in the one gallon. Oh, it's in front of us? I just can't yeah, see it. Can't oh, see oh it. look, those are nice. All right, uh, which ones are those? That's uh, Zinnia linearis. Okay, linearis. It's almost burnt orange. Um, all right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We've got to get you caught up with the news. In the meantime, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. we got more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. Hey, more of the children's garden or gardening class. Go to milbergernursery.com. That's where you'll find out about how to get the newsletter, what's on sale, and upcoming classes here at Milberger's. Back in a moment. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're talking gardening with you. All you got to do is you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or like so many nice folks who are out here today, uh, shopping and uh, getting stuff. Uh, a lot of tomatoes. I'm trying to eyeball what folks are buying, um, but. Uh, you can come by and visit with us and ask your gardening question in person. All right, 210-308-8867. So I have another question. Oh, good. What, what, did you have something? Or who? No, I was just going to remind everybody, you, you were talking about the uh, youth uh, 
class for uh, winter gardening. Mm-hmm. We've also got uh, uh, couple, lots of actually lots of adult classes. Uh, Extension Service. If you want to go to their website, they've got some uh, classes uh, that are scheduled uh, during this next few weeks. And then Millburgers has got a, a class that you're, that uh, mm-hmm. David is going to teach. It's I think on the 22nd of September. And then another one that's co-sponsored by Millburgers is the one I'm going to teach at uh, the medical center area, and that's on the. 8th of September, that's on a Saturday morning, and uh, from uh, 9.30 to 11 o'clock, they're in the Dream Hill States, and if you want uh, more information, uh, you can uh, give me a call if you want to reserve a spot in that class, but that's that's September 8th, so you've got a little time, but uh, if you want to look at, see what's available from Millburgers, you just go to their their website. And actually, you'll see not only what's available for the nursery, like the September 25th class, the the August 25th class, and the September 25th class, 22nd class. I'm messing it all up. But you'll see all the other stuff that's going on. Uh, Growing Good Kids with Bear County Youth Garden Programs uh, is on September 20th. Uh, Cultivate Earth-Friendly Gardening and Landscaping Exposition and Workshop is on September 8th. Uh, so lots of stuff going on. It's big time for gardening now. Yeah. You wouldn't, uh, with this heat, it's hard to imagine, but it's gonna, when it breaks, it's going to break fast, and everything will be uh, back to normal, producing a lot of, uh, you can't beat the winter garden in terms of production. No. Question for the coal crop. Yeah, they're just amazing. C-O-L-E crop. Pounds of the uh, root crops and uh, broccoli and cabbage and uh, cauliflower. Uh, all real healthy, easy-to-grow stuff. And uh, you want to be ready for it. Yeah. Because it's uh, you kind of move relatively fast, but it's easy to grow. Just be ready. Plan and attend one or more of those classes. And were you here, I don't know, if did he call on Sunday? Is it James that calls? Uh, one of our Jameses that listens that did the moon planting on the uh, cauliflower and broccoli and the seed <laughs> and said, yeah. they were, said they were coming up strong. All right. And he's, he's he was specifically relating it to when he planted it. With Absolutely. The do, you have, do you have still the chart on your... On plantanswers.com, do you have a moon thing? I have a, a moon planting description. Okay. Uh, in other words, uh, I, I don't have the specific dates for the specific year. But so, it tells you. But it tells you what what to plant during certain phases. Of so they'll the have to watch every evening to see what they're. Or watch that. I guess the newspaper will alert Yeah, them. right. I'm trying to remember. Maybe you'll call us whether it was the new moon. Uh, he planted with the new moon or not. I but it, is yeah, it the, I think so. Is it Farmer's Almanac where they get all that air? Yeah, I think that's the... I'm going to look for it here on the... Uh, what do I look under? Moon planting? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to see. Hey, speaking of planting, I was going to ask your advice, too. You were mentioning the zinnias. And I know that, um, I think it was the zinnias that you talked about planting. Oh, here it is, planting by the moon. Um, that you mentioned planting from seed, right? Yeah. Is it too late to do that? No. Oh, really? Yeah, it's real easy. And again, the way the way I do it on these the dreamland zinnias that I planted earlier in the summer, 
are kind of declining. Uh, you can get, you can extend their bloom period. A you can all, I'll probably all make them last until Thanksgiving if, if Dad had them. But I I don't do that. I just let them uh, decline, and then I collect some of the flower head, pull the old plants out, and just sprinkle the flower head. Well, okay. And if you just wet the soil uh, every day for three or four days a week, in in a, uh, four or five days the, the zinnias are up. Oh yeah. Again, and then I I was trying to figure. I I, I think it's. Within a month, they'll be blooming. Yeah. They're fast, right, man. Right, in this right. kind of weather, they're really right. fast. And they'll go to the first freeze or the... Oh, yeah. They'll go, yeah, to the first freeze. They're okay. Cold, cold sensitive. But uh, a lot of years, that's way beyond Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm. you're sometimes faced, in a cut flower garden, you're faced with the dilemma of your zinnias looking beautiful. And it's time to put your snapdragons in if you want any oh. fall, any, any fall crop. Because mm-hmm. if you don't get the snaps in uh, early in the winter, then you wait have to wait until early spring before they get a good bloom. <laughs> and and the people don't. Uh, we talk talk about. Niels Perry talks about. Uh, uh, zinnias and marigolds and and other fall annuals, and talks about uh, the intensity of their colors in the fall's cooler weather. If you notice that they seem to get in, in I, I know, I know when I when I, as you move further north and get out of these uh, hot temperatures, especially uh, hot nighttime temperatures. Uh, I had to, I had to laugh at the weather guy the other day, the new weatherman, and he said uh, it, it was nine o'clock, and he said it was ninety degrees at nine o'clock, and I, I told him that that's my indication of summer when it's ninety degrees at nine o'clock. That's when the tomatoes stop setting and and everything just kind of shuts down, and also the flower color is is not nearly as intense as it is the, in the fall. The, the one I notice, uh, lobelia, blue lobelia, uh-huh. they grow a lot of it in the north, and that that's really a difference in color from the north and the south. Oh yeah. Uh, so and blue flowers in particular, but. Um, I never have noticed uh, uh, really. I mean, uh, uh, blue uh, plumbago. Whether it's more intense in the fall, blue and intense in the fall. Of course, we don't. They don't grow it up north, so we don't know. Yeah. What is it like? Yeah, that's a good question because I I think it has looked prettier in the fall when it's a little cooler. And, I know? think so too. I think most most colors are did you, more intense in the fall. Did you ever get all your information that you wanted? Um, we can ask listeners to call on that too, with uh, blue plumbago and white plumbago. And I got a got a uh, we, we've I, I have found uh, we have found a uh, white uh, plumbago uh, uh, in 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 my fly, fly, my abandoned flower bed that I have done down the hill there in my backyard and uh, never been wa- never watered uh, wow. never fertilized or anything else even during the drought and it came it comes back with a 
a very uh, uh, thick blooming uh, white. Uh, ooh, plumbago. Because mine blooms, but it's not thick. I would not yeah, call right, it thick. Yeah, right, right, right. And I got a I got a note from uh, Billy, mm-hmm. basically saying the same thing. He was he he had planted blue and white and uh, plumbago, and uh, the he said the white was disappointing. Oh, he put it nicely. Yeah. So uh, so we're rooting we're we're rooting some as we speak, as a matter of fact. And uh, to see how they do in containers, see if they bloom more profusely in containers. Oh, okay. Before we talk about it next year, maybe. We were talking about those zinnia seeds, Milton. Yeah. And we are talking about you get, taking the spent flowers and the seeds, you're spreading them out. But you can also get the packets of seed, California giants, cactus, all different kinds, five or six different kinds of zinnias. In a sunflower seed, I mean, in the seed packets, and there you just put them. I don't bury them. I'm getting so I don't bury anything, but you, <laughs> you, you just uh, rake. Yeah. And then you spread uh, wet. Of course, we want the ground wet. And then I just walk over the top of them. They come up, the zinnias come up again in three or four days. Yeah, we're riding a. Riding a, a kind of a grower's manual for. Uh, for the uh, uh, Baroon Blue Bonnets. Hmm. And uh, just discussing things like fertilization and things like that. And we, we, we basically said what you said. Uh, the, the, the problem people have with all wildflowers, well, most wildflowers, uh, and, and blue bonnets too, is they plant them too deep. And they don't firm them, don't get seed soil contact, and don't firm them. And they don't pre-irrigate. So, so we're bringing that to people's attention on the on these uh, maroon blue bonds. What does firming them mean? Like he said, he walked oh, over. Okay. He walked Just over. Patting them in, or yeah, yeah, or walking on them. You know, you okay. get. You just <laughs> watch people plant them. It's almost like it's delicate. You know, you'll. Yeah, crush them if you touch them or anything, and and then uh, somebody that's done a lot of planting, they just walk over the top. Of yeah, cool. And that's easy. Doctor Doctor Stein is our uh, blue bonnet uh, transplant walker. Yeah, uh, when we plant blue bonnets from transplants, much to dismay of my volunteers. <laughs> We look back. We we've carefully planted the plants in in the rows and everything, and we look back, and Doctor Stein is walking <laughs> on top of the transplant that we just planted. But it, it needs it, they need to be firmed in to uh, to improve the uh, water capillary action uh, and okay. the water and, and things like that. So. Uh, so you're, it's not square foot gardening, it's just yeah. like heavy foot gardening. Yeah, heavy foot gardening. Uh, we were, we were talking, I, I put on this write-up, um, you know, if you if you got a pretty good size planting, uh, that you can use a sod roller. Uh, oh, wow. That, that, that you, 
you know, that you can either rent rent at these rental places or, or some some nurseries will let you borrow a sod roller. And a sod roller, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's a, a big dr- empty drum that you fill with water and then you compress or you roll it over the top of sod to make sure you've got that good uh, soil uh, root contact. Boy, and does it make a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you, just, you shouldn't plant sod unless you roll it. It's just, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just a minor expense. Short doesn't take a long time, but really is a major factor. And it's not that success. hard. The, the roll is pretty large, so you can yeah. cover a lot of area yeah. with one and roll. And, you know, you know the, you, Takes a little while to fill up the tank, but then you just release the water and there you go on the side. Not wasted. Yeah. Uh, speaking of lawns and things, uh, I've I've seen several indications from people, Neil Spear and and, and now Calvin in his uh, digging now section that uh, it's time to apply a pre-emergent herbicide such as. Dimension are amazed to prevent germination of winter weeds such as rescue grass, thistle, dandelion, beggar's lice, bed straw, or annual bluegrass. Now we're we're throwing that out that now's the time to do that because you you want to get it on and spread before the uh, before we get rains and cooler weather. Which stimulate the 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 uh, weed seed. Now these these dimension and amaze last for quite a while. You you say, well, shouldn't I wait till closer when it's going to rain and and the weather turns cool? Now you you do it at this time of the year because it it is going to rain and turn cooler coming up pretty soon. And Neil Sperry made a, a good comment there. It's better to be a couple of weeks early yeah. than it is to be one day late. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Because if, if they've started to germinate, uh, your uh, application is not going to yeah. stop it at all. And I would I would like to testify that uh, hmm. my dogs are still bringing in beggars lice from last year, from this year. So, <laughs> well, I get still get a little it's bit. It's always dried up. Yeah, it always amazes me. I said, where did you find that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I had this campaign to collect it all, uh, but they they still find some too. I know it, and. Uh, uh, my my dogs, uh, some miniature schnauzers, have whiskers, and so they're running through the through the deal through the low the low grass where the beggar lies is, and get get in their whiskers, and they don't like to pull them out of the whiskers. No, they don't they don't like that at all. But uh, anyway, it's it's time to. To try to avoid that situation for next year, and the the products are Dimension or Amaze to prevent the germination of winter weeds. Some other products halt, and but look at the label and make sure it's what you want. The, I think the, the the good thing about Dimension and Amaze are that they handle I think handle both broadleaf and grasses, and so you got. Uh, 
pretty comp you know we've got a good impact on all the wings all right let's take a break while we do give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 i'm milton glick along with dr calvin finch and dr jerry parsons we're going to take a break but we're live here at Millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on boulevardy road and we'll be back in a moment on 9 30 a.m the answer Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza. In a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety nine now just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four and Bull Verde Road. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. It's difficult to keep up with the shootings in Chicago. Last weekend, there were more than seventy people shot. At least ten have died. What do all of these shootings in Chicago have in common? They're happening in a city with some of the toughest gun laws in the country, and the media won't hold Mayor Rahm Emanuel, the former chief of staff to Bill Clinton, accountable, much less responsible. It's not only Chicago. Other big cities like Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Washington have similar problems with guns and crime, increasingly gang-related. All are run by Democrat mayors. You know how the media would be screaming if even one of these mayors was a Republican. But when you're a Democrat, you can get away with just about anything. President Trump once told African-Americans they have voted for Democrats for more than four decades. And what has that party done for them? He answered, nothing. Why, he said, why not try voting Republican for a change? Recent polls show an uptick in support for the president among black voters as high as 20 percent as more fine jobs. If Democrats lose that much of the black vote, they're finished. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Are you selling or buying a home? Call Sergio Martinez at Help You Sell and save 30% on the listing of your home. What's the difference between selling? a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home. Well, it's $18,000. Do you think your agent does $18,000 more work? Call Sergio Martinez, 210-693-0305, and save thousands while getting the same services. Help you sell. San Antonio's premier low-fee realtor providing you full service. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 
If you've got a deck or a patio, you need to know about deck and patio care. That's Barry Hagendorf's company, and Barry has been in this. Gosh, I've known Barry since the 90s, uh, so he's been doing this for decades. And since he's, he was a child. And since he was just itty-bitty, <laughs> um, he's been doing this. Yeah, we were discussing that a while back. It's funny how the years go by. Uh, but those years have uh, allowed him to gain uh, incredible expertise in helping you refinish, reseal, uh, restore, if you will, uh, that deck that you have. So the one thing, if you go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com, you will see some unbelievable pictures. Uh, the before picture is the uh, the deck that's uh, gray and faded and looks miserable. The after picture shows what they did to it, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. In fact, it looks like new. So if you've got a deck uh, and you don't know what wood it is, if you've got even one of the cool things that Barry is promoting, too, is if you've got hail damage uh, to that deck, a lot of homeowners don't know that your insurance will cover it, too. And he can explain more about that. So uh, he's the San Antonio expert when it comes to deck and patio care, and that's how you'll remember who he is. It's Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care. The number 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Go to his website, check it out, learn more, see the great testimonials, and then uh, uh, give him a yell. He can also do patio sealing and uh, uh, some other great stuff, too. So 210-822-9147 for Deck and Patio Care. Well, our phone number here is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So I see that uh, in September, by the third stage of the moon, I don't know what the third stage is, it's time to plant rutabagas. Uh, oh, Lord. By seed, I guess. What is Are you the f- looking at my deal? Uh-huh, I sure am. And I put rutabagas on it. <laughs> I'm afraid you did. So let's see. What phase are the of the moon are we coming to up in August? And I'll give you what it says to do according to this. Is this for San Antonio? Yeah, That's for everywhere. And for everywhere. Oh, okay. You have you have to find a chart that gives you the actual dates at. Uh, okay, so different signs of the moon. Okay, so if I want to know in San Antonio. When to plant rutabagas? I know from this, plant them in the third phase of the moon. Uh, right. Oh, okay. I guess when the moon is in Scorpio or Cancer. Is right. That, what that means okay. Yeah. So I'm going to see when that's going to be in San Antonio. <laughs> Mike. Mike is on the line at two one zero three zero eight. Thank goodness. Eighty eight sixty seven. You don't believe in moon planting your rutabagas? No. Okay. <laughs> Man. Rutabagas will grow no matter when you plant them. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately. You need to do an experiment since you're going to... I'll find out when you're supposed to plant them. 210-308-8867. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I think I'm doing all right. Uh, what I was Good. wondering is, is for cutting oak trees, if somebody doesn't make a, like a long pole that you put a spray can up at the top, and then have like a trigger at the bottom so you can spray those limbs from the ground. They do? Yeah. All, all the, uh, uh, I, my, uh, uh, arborist, uh, and I think most of, most of them have such a device. They well, got, got, got a spray can, uh, on a long pole. In fact, I don't know if you got today's paper. But I believe that's what uh, what that picture is uh, of uh, that 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 guy's got a hole in a 
a long pole up in a tree in a pecan tree. It looks like. And, yeah, but uh, I like those. Yeah. If I could. But get I, one, now I, I, I don't know where where you buy those. Uh, you uh. Let's see. I I guess you'd have to go to some uh, arbor supply. Yes, yeah. Ar- arbor supply, and I don't know what that would be. Uh, call call uh, some call place like uh, uh, Bartlett Trees or, or or any of the arbors like that that uh, that prune big trees and paint paint the wounds and see if they can give you a, a source to to buy those things from. Seems like they're doing le- it. Seems like they're doing less and less in the long poles. Now, when I was, you know, I was watching the other day, they have little uh, uh, pockets. Scabbards. Like, yeah, little, like, pistol pockets. There's, right, yeah, scabbards. Yeah, and they just, as they went, they just kept uh, spraying it. It's amazing how uh, everybody seems to be doing it. Yeah. And uh, consistent, and uh, nobody's arguing the fact that it's an important thing to do. Yeah, I was... Uh, I, but could they? Could he just uh, go to? Uh, let's see. Arbor Supply, Arbor Supply, or uh, uh, what's another word? I, I don't know. But there, there must be there must be a way on the internet to find them. Uh, let's see, a pruny uh, just do painting a, do a tree, tree uh, wound painting. And I, I imagine uh, that would get you to eventually get them. Yeah. Where act, act like act like you're uh, looking for the tree wound dressing, and uh, do a web search for that. And I imagine that'll give you a, a supplier. Uh, we, Fifteen twenty years ago, we had a lot of master gardeners that were kind of playing with, uh, you know, trying to. Handy, handy people that were trying uh-huh. to make their own. Some of them work pretty good. Yeah. Well, I've seen them on, on a long pole, just like it's in the pay, today's paper. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, you for calling, calling. in. All right. I, I was. I was uh, oh, thanks, Mike. 210 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm still trying to understand this. I can't figure out whether the best time to plant my rutabaga seeds are September 5th and 6th when the moon is in Cancer or September 13th and 14th when the moon is in Scorpio. Well, the solution there is that you just plant them both to make sure you get the right time. Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you, Calvin. All right. And if you if you know, and you can help me with this, call me at 210-308-8867. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a really detailed discussion about moon planting. I bet we can get in one. <laughs> All right, you moon planters. <laughs> call us, the, the gauntlet me, has been thrown let down. Let me have your little switch. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown down. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil had a question about... Uh, Somebody had a, a huge live oak that needed to be pruned. We hired someone to do it for us this month. He said he'd be applying pruning sealant. But now we've heard that really hot weather is not a good time to trim trees. 
and that pruning paint is not a good idea either. What are your thoughts? My thoughts would have been not to talk to the person that gave you those recommendations anymore. Because they're an idiot, Milton. Goodness. And uh, they could have confused. Uh, they've got the wrong season. You know, you, you prune when it's hot. I mean, you can prune without the use of paint. But this guy, this arborist that they talked about, talked to, is hired, said he would be applying pr- uh, pruning sealant uh, to, to all cuts. That's right. That's the, that's the best way, easiest way to do it. Yeah, because people, Neil said, I do not recommend pruning sealant for trees other than oaks, however. Well, the problem, the, the problem is, uh, uh, Neil, is that people don't know what oaks, are, what, what plants are oaks and what trees are oaks and which are not. I remember a few years ago that the CPS went through that. Uh, oh, yeah. And they oh, finally yeah. just said, paint everything. So uh, <laughs> people, they were having trouble convincing people. Oh, yeah, they were sending people out to, to talk to the homeowners and convince them that, uh, yeah, that you that's know. That's a cedar elm. That doesn't Yeah, need that. right, right. And, and so people don't know the difference in trees. So, but, but so it, it for the, the smart uh, arborist, uh, he'll just paint everything. Carol's on. Oh, good. Now, Neil, Neil got that, uh, uh, said he didn't, uh, pruning paint's not a good idea either. Uh, they did, they did some early work when, when they were doing, uh, Doing the uh, oak wilt uh, disease, uh, Shago, I think his name was Shago up north, uh, said that uh, a lot of times pruning paint on certain species of trees actually inhibited the uh, the healing process hmm. of, of the tree, and that's why Neil's getting that. But uh, the practicality of the thing is. You just print, you just paint everything to to avoid the possibility of getting the uh, oak decline or, or oak wilt, and uh, you prune er- you paint every every cut you make because you don't need to d- describe to people what trees are you're not pruning painting and what trees you are. Hey, Carol. Oh, good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Carol's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing well. Good. How can uh, we help you? Well, I've had two plumbagos for years and years. They just started uh, blooming the last couple of years. Uh, they are white, and I got them from Manuel Flores. Years ago, when he was here, yeah, but I haven't seen them in any of the nurseries. Uh, white ones, or are you talking They're white. about? They're white. So are yours blooming up a storm, or is it a light bloom? They're blooming? doing well. They're not covered, but there's quite a few blooms on them. Yeah, uh-huh. two plants. Just wanted well. to know there are some out there. Yeah, right. Uh, the, there are definitely white plumbagos around, but uh, 
they're compared to the blue they've been in the past sparse bloomers well they are then i have a blue one and it you know it gets covered with blooms right right but these so, are really pretty up close yeah right okay well thank you for yeah, calling thanks carol you're welcome i, I, I don't know where manuel got his from his white from it's been a while yeah all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. And uh, let's see, oh, don't forget, too, we've got the upcoming Kids uh, Gardening Workshop uh, that's coming up next Saturday from 10 to 11. Who's teaching that? Uh I believe that's Mary. That's what I thought too. Uh, Mary does a great job. There'll be uh, handouts and stuff for the and hands-on activities for the kids. So um, I want you to come on out. And uh, all we ask is they make your reservations. Uh, there is no cost, but the reservations make sure that there's enough supplies for everybody. So uh, as a courtesy, call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero two one zero. And the kids can bring their parents too if they yeah, behave. Absolutely. Yes, the parents must behave. Don't embarrass your children. Uh, behave when you get here. That's right. 210-497-3760. And again, our number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What is that, Calvin? It's on the lantana. Giant. It's a giant swallowtail. That is right there that's jumping yeah. all around? Yeah. That's pretty. So is there a yeah. regular swallowtail? Well, there's lots of them. That they don't call it, none of them are regular, but the most common one is the black and then there's another one that's that almost like this, except it's a tiger swallowtail, and the black oh. bars go the other direction. You know, they're uh, this one is across the, the long wing, wings. Yeah, and the other is up and down. So right, they're very. Both of them are beautiful. Did we ever figure out, Trace, what the butterflies oh. were that attacked you? No. Okay. No. I'm vicious. Butterflies attacked. They've gone into hiding, huh? Yeah. I wonder if they're the same ones that went after that Texas sage earlier. <laughs> Maybe so. All right, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. I'm, Just kind of coming up? Well, I heard a, a name on the, on the speaker, so I figured I'd come up and see what was Oh, okay. Did you have something for Trace? Or? No, I went on my name. Oh. <laughs> I heard a, another person's name. Okay. Uh, Manuel. Manuel. Oh, okay. Okay. So that have you, heard, has, has anybody is, seen Manuel lately? I have not, and that's that's an outstanding name. You hear it on the on the speaker, and you got to go figure out what's going. No, on. Yeah. <laughs> she had could a, be good or bad, but uh, she had a white plumbago that he had um, that he had sold her. Yeah, yeah it sold that's her. The answer: white doesn't bloom as well as well, right, but right. she hers does. Wasn't well, she saying hers is okay? Yeah. All right, well, hang with us a second. It's not a, it doesn't bloom as much as the blue. Does. But you think the, So we're looking for one that blooms as much as the blue does. Okay. And the one I found in my backyard does, in, in this particular situation, incident, that it was blooming as much, if not more, than the blue one. Wow. More? Thicker. Thicker yeah. bloom. You think, this is, this you think is, it's shade tolerant too? Is it a coincidence that it was in your yard? It, it's in the in my drought, the area that I never water and never fertilize and never do anything to. It's just a it's just a wonder that it's even alive. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly right. 
Hey, Maggie's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Uh-oh. Okay, Maggie. Oh, on, wide, on live, Oaks. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Well, I'm plagued with white webs that are covering the entire uh, live oak trees on my property, and I don't know what to do. On the trunks or throughout the tree? Throughout the tree, the whole thing. Looks like it snowed. But it's right on the bark, right next to the bark. It's on the bark, right? Right, and I don't see any worms underneath it. I broke the web apart, didn't see anything. Sort of like cotton candy. And now it's jumping over to my butterfly vine. Well, that's that's bark lice, uh, what we call bark lice. Yeah, the the name sounds worse than it is. Yeah, they're real small. They don't. They don't do any harm. Well, that's what I told my husband, but he said, "No, we got to burn that off of there." I said, "Oh no!" Wait a minute. (laughs) He just he just wanted to play with his blowtorch. I think. Yes, I think so. He he could he could burn it off. That would be an interesting. No, Lord, he doesn't set the tree on fire. Yeah, I hope yeah. you don't read about you. Mm-hmm. So just leave it alone and let it cover the bark and everything else. Well, if hey, I yeah. can still, it'll cover me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you'll be okay. Bad. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. Thanks, Maggie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right, Bye-bye, Maggie. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Calvin Finch. Dr. Jerry Parsons live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All righty, i got to tell you about a great sale happening at Millburgers right now. You're going to want to get over there literally right this second to take advantage of this. Perennials are on sale in the one-gallon container, just $3.88. They're regularly $6.99, and they're all your favorites with fresh shipments arriving daily of things like coneflower, lantana, pentas, salvia, and much, much more. You can get your favorite perennial in the one-gallon container on sale for just three eighty eight right now over at Millburgers. Millburgers now has tomatoes on sale. All your favorite fall tomatoes and the ones recommended for this area are at Millburgers right now in the four and a half inch pot or the gallon sizes. Plus you'll save on well Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and even Gold Star Esperanza. In a ready to display pot regularly twenty four ninety nine, now just fourteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four on Bull Verde Road. Welcome to the Marketplace Grill. What can I get for you today? Hmm, there's so much to choose from. Can't really decide. What are your specials today? Well, our best seller is a hot deal on tuition for Christian-based schools with your choice of elementary, middle, or high school. Ooh, that sounds really good. I see that special is half off the regular price? Yes, ma'am. It's our most popular item on the menu. I'll let you in on a secret. This deal is going fast, so you might want to take advantage of it now. What do you think, hon? Don't think we can really pass this up, do you? I think we should get it. It's such a great deal. We can't pass it up. We'll take the tuition 
special, please. Take advantage of the great deals on school tuition now before it's taken off the menu. Not only tuition, but so much more available now at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Johnny, order up the Marketplace tuition deal for Table 9. All the trimmings. Get them while it's hot at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Excuse me, miss. Does that come with sweet tea? Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic. Safe. Effective. Even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand-name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's incredible new adventure book On the Mountain of the Lord. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Well, this is not a plant of the weekend, although we've been asked about it a few times. It's exciting. I'm sorry, sorry. There you go. Several times we've been asked about this. Yeah. And I wasn't, last week I ordered it and it didn't show up, so this week I ordered it and it did show up, but apparently I've sold a bunch between now and then. Okay. Well, it's popular. So, so there's about 10 of them out there. Okay. And I guess we could treat it as a uh, a Saturday plant of the of the Saturday. Okay. Saturday plant of the Saturday. Where it's it's a flash sale. There we go. We got 10 left. Hurry, get over here. Call. Have y'all said what it was? No, we have uh, not yeah. said what it uh, is. We're, we're building anticipation. <laughs> people oh, people okay. all over are driving around and listening going, "Wonder what it is." And when I said earlier that it was too early to plant spinach or to have spinach for sale, this this could be the answer. I I had to go out and see if it came in just because of that. This could be the answer. It's an attractive plant, too. This is a a Malabar spinach. Uh It's not spinach, uh, but cooks like spinach, tastes like spinach, and uh, very beautiful green leaves with purple stems. 
Uh, and it's a vine, isn't it? Yes. Uh, the nicest place I've seen it growing is in a hanging basket. Oh, really? Oh, That's really? Cool. I haven't seen that. Well, I might do that. That's kind of cool. All right. So, again, on we I know we've had callers that have wanted to hit uh, the Malabar spinach. So we've got it here at the nursery. We have about 10. So this may be one where you want to go, okay, I'm going to be there tomorrow, and I want to make sure they still have it. So I'm going to call 497 497- 3760 right now, 497-3760, and they'll put aside something. They want to make sure they can afford it. How much is it? How they're, much is it? They're only two twenty nine. Two twenty nine the herb selection. Okay. And there's two in that pot. Yes. There you go. So that's Jerry, you notice Jerry knows notices yeah. that first thing all every time. And you notice Trace cringes every time? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if I could charge doubles. Oh, okay. But I, I know that's not right. No. So, no. Uh, that's cool. And have you tasted it before? Uh, just as a green leaf. I have. Okay. How does it taste? Taste well, taste like good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's not as... So it's a summer not spinach. quite as strong as spinach. Right, yeah, it's real right. mild. Right. Okay. Nice t- same texture and everything. Well, it's, it's I get it. Nice I bet vegetable. you can eat the stem, too. I think so, yeah. So it won't, it won't get out of control in that container. You cut it back periodically. I'll yeah. see if there are recipes. I'm going oh, yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Really? I think it works fine for salads. It looks. This oh, yeah. There we go. Malabar spinach recipes. Oh, there's even a video. Uh <laughs> <laughs> All right. You mean this finish has got this Mar- Malabar's got its own own it's video. Got, it's got its own like website. What is it? The benefits? How to grow it? Need it from do it DIYNatural.com. Four cups of Malabar spinach, butter. Well, this sounds good already. Oh, look, that is pretty. So that's what it does? Well, they're growing it on a trellis. So yeah, so I, it was vining I, up. I thought it looked really good in a hanging basket dangling down. Yeah, just, well, you can just clip what you wanted. And Jerry's, yeah. Yeah, Jerry's right, too. If you, looks better, I think, when you keep it in clip control. Back. Yeah. You Al- use it. Almost has a Swedish ivy-looking leaf. Yeah. yeah. So. That does look like an ivy, kind of. Or so let's see what it says. It says... Swiss chard. When it's yeah, said. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's a climb. It's not a true spinach, but rather a climbing vine in a class by itself. Other common names include vine spinach, red vine spinach, creeping spinach. Cylon spinach. Creepy spinach? Creeping. Creeping. Not creepy. (laughs) It just sits in the hanging basket and it's like, Hey, Calvin. How are you? (laughs) Oh, it has flowers, too. The variety Alba has white flowers and green vines, while the variety... Rubra has pinkish flowers and purple-red vines. That must be the Rubra. must be Rubra. You see what we're learning? Yeah, it is. Cool. We're learning all about this. Health benefits. Not according to me. According to DIYnatural.com. High in vitamin A. Oh, that's good. That's important. Nah, stop. Okay. Uh, contains roughly 8,000 units. Wow. That's 100 grams. Vitamin C, iron, and calcium. Has a high amount of protein for a plant and a good source of magnesium, phosphorus, and potassium. Antioxidants, including beta-carotene and lutein. Sounds like a vegetable. It does. Uh, Plant in well-drained, rich soil and full sunlight. There you go. All right. Uh, Let's see. Tomato cages work great for it. Uh, Provide a trellis or twine for it to climb on. But... You if think, you keep it cut back, you yeah, you just to. keep it. All right, but yeah. that would be—I uh, suspect that work best too if you kept it well fertilized. Yeah, 
And there are recipes. amounts of osmocote in the... Um, not, sal- not yet, no. Not yet. soluble fertilizer would work, too. Uh, so, again, if you're interested in this, about 10 of them here, and you can call 497-3760. Or come by now and uh, pick it up. Where is it? It's over in the herbs? It's in the... Yeah, you're pointing the wrong way. Oh, herbs are over yes. here now? Okay. Last six months. See, oh, that, okay. see that big sign that says herbs? herbs? Oh, yeah. Okay. I should be putting in my glasses. And he thought oh. it was herbs, but... He's... I thought that's where Herb went to get yeah. his stuff. Uh. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you, you can even get a recipe. Buttery Malabar spinach recipe. Sounds good already. Yeah, three quarters of a cup, three to four cups of spinach washed, two tablespoons of butter, pinch of salt. Oh, it's pretty easy. Pepper and uh, and lime. Huh. Sounds right. good. And you can increase the butter if you want to. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. All right. Cool. Very good, Trace. That's that's great. I'm glad. Thanks you got for it. getting that in, Trace. Yeah. You did good. All right, so uh, we know we have folks that have wanted this, so uh, you may want to come by right now. I might pick one up, so there may just be nine left. Get your fall tomatoes and your yeah. Malabar spinach. There you go. you got a whole salad there. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Neil, uh, Neil uh, has got a question from somebody that's got a growing a blueberry plant at their home in the hill country for seven years. They've had a blueberry bush. And the, the problem is the fire ants have moved into the container. And uh, Neil, Neil said uh, he, he recommended using a bait outside the container. He said some of the fire ant mound treatments are damaging to roots. I never have noticed that. Me Almost any insecticide used as a drench will take care of that. And that became, but if, if you worry about that and you want to do it organic, uh, use a spinosad, a spinosad, as a drench. Yeah. And they, and almost anything works because in the containers. So, yeah, I've never had any problem with that. I thought it was he was going to complain about the, trying to get, harvest any berries between the birds and the squirrels. <laughs> and he's worried about the fire ants in the container. Yeah. But uh, yes. by, by drench, we're talking about you mix up the solution like you're getting ready to spray it on, and then you water the plant thoroughly. You drench the plant thoroughly, uh, the root system of the plant thoroughly, uh, and that kills all the ants it's in contact with. And spinosad is, is a uh, organic, and it's uh, labeled for fire ant control, so you're it's uh, right... A perfect product to use, but if you don't have spinosad, uh, I've never I've never seen a problem with something like uh, uh, malathion or, or any any insecticide that you might have. Doesn't take much either. You know? No, you just mix it like you were mixing it uh, to spray on. But anyway, uh, that was an interesting question. I have, I have, I've got a call from one of our uh, faithful listeners and says that uh, that spray can on the end of a pole uh, should, should is is handled in the local area by a, a wholesaler, a real uh, that that supplies all the nursery and uh, and I, I made the statement. I said, well. 
I don't think that'd be a good. Uh, I don't think a lot of people would be interested in that. He said, "Well, they not only use it for pain, uh, cut wounds, but also use it for uh, washing windows. You know, for spraying." Oh, windows that's a good idea. And things way, way high. Yeah, that you can. Uh, so you don't have to get up on a ladder, and you can. Uh, put your, your detergent or whatever your sp- spray bottle on the on, the, and he said you can put it on a. They've got an attachment that goes on both a, uh, like something like a broom handle, or or something like a PVC pipe, long PVC pipe, and that the one in the in the picture is a PVC pipe. So. Uh, uh, I get. I guess you just ask for. Uh, you could just ask your retailer to get it for you if you. Yeah. If you didn't know the whole wholesaler. Right. So, right get, uh, sorry. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, with a few minutes left. Um, Tell folks again where if they wanted to send something to Delphine or the Becks, and just uh, they go to PlantAnswers.com? Yeah, go to PlantAnswers.com, and the address is under the topics of the month, the first topic of the month, under Malcolm Beck, uh, who, who, who was deceased on July 31st to 2018. And the mailing address is right under that. For Delphine Beck or or the and or the Beck family, so on Evans Road in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, and that the article also has lots of uh, uh, information on Malcolm, right? Including uh, it has the MP3s and stuff like that as well. Right, right, cool. right. And uh, I would like to protest Calvin's article this week. Ooh, being being uh, the president and founder of. Sparrows International. <laughs> it's a new club. Uh, <laughs> Calvin was talking about taking the the Destin box down. Matt Purple Martin box is down. So the so the sparrows won't have a place to nest. So I, that, I, that's discrimination. In the I world. did not say that mm-hmm. you can. Grab those sparrow nests out of there and throw them on the ground. Yeah, the babies <laughs> and all. I said just take, just let them down, and so they and fill. And you, most of them now have those little uh, hole covers, and you just put them in there so that it re- reduces the places for the English sparrows to nest. There you go. That's what I'm complaining about. Yeah, and then we uh, the article also <laughs> talks about uh, water for. The birds that Jerry and I have talked about a lot, is that, which is one of the best ways to to help the birds this time of the year. And also, it's one of the best ways if you want to observe bird species. I don't remember how many, I think it was eight or nine species, wasn't it, Jerry, when you and I were uh, talking about uh, how many different kinds of birds we saw just in our little bird bass out in our front yard. Uh, so that, that they need it, and uh, it works well. And hummingbirds, almost it's almost time for yeah. fall hummingbird migration too. So, do you think taking those bird boxes down will decrease the sparrow population? I don't think it'll decrease the sparrow population, but I. I mean, where will they go to have nests and and bird little baby birds? 
they are they're going to be finished with their nesting period now anyway, so they don't need no. housing. What? <laughs> now he made that up. Now they're just freeloading. Uh. <laughs> and the Purple Martin Cam is no longer streaming as of uh, the 10th of August. I guess uh, they, even in Pennsylvania, the the Martins have moved on. So uh, we'll have to check on it next year. Uh, we got just about a minute left. I want to tell you that, uh, again... Cherries in the English sparrows and cockroaches. Yes. Uh, <laughs> somebody's got to take up for uh, Fits his personality very well. <laughs> uh, all the information that we talked about, whether it's a kid's gardening class, the... Uh, uh, adult class coming up on the 22nd of September and other stuff is at millburgernursery.com again that's millburgernursery.com where you can find that and find out about all the stuff that's going on including the sale events you'll uh, find out when the next blood drive is and all kinds of good stuff we'll say goodbye for today on behalf of the docs thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job getting your calls on the air and of course thanks to you for listening I'm Milton Glick come by tomorrow and visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road. That's where Millburgers Nursery is. And uh, that number again, 497-3760. Otherwise, we'll see you on the radio on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.